Texas Monthly. From Texas Monthly, this is State of Mind. I'm your host, Katie Vine. Each week on this podcast, you'll hear stories and meet characters that bring the state to life. This week, Planting Wildflowers in a Pandemic by Deborah Deep Mouton. Deborah is a poet and essayist, an educator, and a performing artist, and a celebrant of life in Houston. She was the city's poet laureate from 2017 to 2019. She helped people in Houston find the words to express the pain in their memories of Hurricane Harvey. And for those of us outside of Houston, she helped us understand the depth of the city's resilience. The years that followed have been painful too for all of us living in a pandemic, and particularly for people of color, who've been hit hardest by the virus at a time when America's history of racial inequality and violence has been laid bare. Through all of this, Deborah has written and spoken about hope and resilience. You'll hear that in these selections, her essay for Texas Monthly, Planting Wildflowers in a Pandemic, and her poem, Hudum. Here's Deborah Deep Mouton. Growing up, I never had a green thumb. My grandmother's lush herb garden tried to teach me to prune and till. My mother even made a science project of constructing the world's largest compost heap in our backyard, the stench staining my hands. But everything I touched quickly wilted into a brown, shriveled mess. In high school, I killed a spider plant that my mother had since I was an elementary student. I thought maybe it was a matter of age or maturity, so I waited to see if my thumb would green over time. By my wedding, I was willing to try again. My mother-in-love is a horticulturist, so I felt I had married into some advantage. When she gave me a small herb garden for our tiny apartment, I had visions of freshly seasoned sauces and aromatic garnishes. Unfortunately, raising a young child while juggling two jobs and a new marriage quickly took over. By the time I remembered to water the herbs, the Houston heat had scorched them into something that reminded me of what Ursula was transforming humans into under the sea in The Little Mermaid. I began to wonder if my hands would ever be enough to make something grow. Then we got pregnant again. But this time, things weren't as smooth. Soon, complications turned into weekly doctor visits. And then, there was no more reason to go. I remember sitting on the patio of my apartment, looking to a sea of plastic pots, all holding dirt and tombstones, my black thumbs having murdered them all. And I felt not equipped to hold a life inside me. I had always dreamt of a home with bustling bluebonnets, magnificent marigolds and wildflowers that burst through the ground every spring. The kind of home that looks alive and well, something I hadn't felt I had been in so long. I began to think that kind of life was unattainable. By the time we bought our home, I was resolved to hire a landscaper to make my outdoor dreams come true. But with all of our money dumped into closing and moving costs and even newer child on the way, that seemed less feasible. So I decided to try it on my own one last time. I bought a planter box from Lowe's and filled it high with soil. I planted cucumbers. I figured 
Since I had failed with flowers so many times before, maybe I should try something I could eat. I watered them every day, and before long, they broke ground. Then the vines were wrapping around the trellis, and then I was watching small cucumbers stretched like balloon animals on the vine. I remember crying. Life had seemed so far away before, but here, in the small seeds held possibility. The next year, I expanded my vegetable garden, still avoiding flowers. Before long, parsley, bell peppers, and watermelon vines were stretching far and wide across my lawn. The Texas sun was beating my sweat and tears down into the soil. But somewhere in me, there was still some inadequacy. A fear that I would touch something or do something wrong and ruin it all. This is the familiar fear most of us carry in our bodies these days. With the world on the brink of losing everything as we know it, we've watched the death tolls rise daily from COVID-19 like plastic pots on a patio. We've held to our homes and feared that proximity to our neighbors would suck the life from us. We've watched our bank accounts shrivel away, despite watering them with our best intentions. But all is not lost. One thing I have learned in my 14 years in Texas is that the blue bonnets always bloom. These flowers find a way to beat all the odds, no matter how harsh the winter or how vicious the hurricane season. When spring lifts her head to sing, the blue bonnets and wild flowers will fight through harsh soil and the uncompromising humidity. Having been trampled and picked, they will come back again and again. So this last year, I paused my fear long enough to buy some flowers. I pushed all my worries and frustrations into my flower bed, digging and planting each marigold meticulously. I watered them every other day, between news updates and the calls of my young children, between the dismal reports and the promises of economic stimulus. And nothing has died yet. But I am not waiting on death. I know that whatever chaos this pandemic holds, whatever harsh months we have in front of us, whatever I cannot control today, whatever morning may come, next year the ground will rattle and something beautiful and expected will erupt and remind us all that for a moment we couldn't see our way out, but beautiful things were always still there beneath the earth waiting to live just like us. I continue to think about the ideas of nature, who it opens itself to and who is pushed out. Oftentimes, as a Black woman, I see nature as being elusive. I would love to be able to stop and enjoy it, but often find the dangers all around me. So I decided to write a poem about it to kind of process it all. It's called Hudum. I wish I could write about snow. Wish I could craft an elegy to its frost. How it holds the tree hostage and makes the field crisp. Wish I could get lost in a snowflake's nuance. Wish I could. Without the ice, the slip, the black fall, I wish I could write about a blue bonnet, 
Wish I could hold its pollen and dream of spring. How it sweeps, overtakes for but a moment. Lights the plain in azure wonder, only to wilt in the sun. A blue-black body lost to the wind, I wish. I could write about the birds without the crows, the scavenge. Wish I could write an evocation of the trees without tasting the ripened fruit. I wish I had the privilege to write you a song, one that didn't hymn, that didn't mourn, that didn't sit so heavy on the page. That's Deborah Deep Mouton. Texas Monthly first published this story in 2020, and you can read it at texasmonthly.com slash stateofmind. Her poem, Hudum, is the first of Mouton's work to be translated abroad. A bilingual edition of her 2019 collection, Newsworthy, will be re-released in German and English this summer. If you like the show, please subscribe and visit our page at Apple Podcasts and rate the show there. State of Mind is a Texas Monthly production. Executive producer is Megan Kreit. The show is produced by Patrick Michaels and produced and engineered by Brian Standifer, who also wrote the music. Our podcast intern is Harper Carlton. Graphic design is by Emily Kimbrough and Victoria Milner, featuring art by Melinda Josie. I'm your host, Katie Vine. See you next week.